This is New York firefighter Raphael Poirier introducing Firehouse Subs' new $4.99 choice subs. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, honey ham, or roast beef. And remember, a part of every sub you buy helps provide life-saving equipment for first responders. Medium $4.99 choice subs. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Limited time only, plus tax, no substitutions. Participating locations. Firehouse Subs will donate a minimum of $1 million in 2018 to Firehouse Subs Public Safety Foundation by donating 0.13% of every purchase. Co-hosting as usual, Motor City Mike Monster, Detroit Gang. What's up? Man? And you already know this is a special edition of the yes. podcast, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It is Father's Day. All right, you know all right. Let's get some applause for that. You already know, man. Absolutely. Um, salute to all the fathers out there that's holding it down. Um, salute to all the guys who want to be a father. And uh, salute to every nigga out there that a bitch don't call him daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because nigga, you was a father at least for four seconds. At least. At least. At least, man. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That means so much. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like we get shitted on in the aspect of just thinking about, you know, fathers yeah. and, constantly. you know, dads and definitely in comparison. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, shitted on, man. So. Shout out to all of the dads, man. Shout out to everybody that's really being a dad. You know, some, you people, some people get the title just because. Because they don't have a kid. Yeah. yeah salute to all the sugar daddies out there. Um, <laughs> keeping these hoes together. Hey, listen, shout out when you rent paying motherfuckers. Yeah. Because, you know, if it wasn't for you, it wouldn't be no thing as whole bitch. Listen, man. Shout out to all of y'all because it wouldn't be. Possible to have a side nigga who don't do much if it yeah. wasn't for y'all. That's what I'm saying. So salute to everybody uh, that is a father, that has fathered a child, or uh, that has shot children in the bitch's face. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. That was great. Yeah. That was great. You know what I'm saying? Great. She babysit it for four seconds. At least four seconds. Because we are. Hey, we all week, bro. Man, so today Father's Day, bro. You got anything planned? Besides just doing shit? Um, a bunch of unnecessary shit that I shouldn't be motherfucking doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ain't yeah. got work on Father's Day. Yeah, yeah. Damn. No no rest, man. No rest. So. Well, I, I had some breakfast this morning. Yeah, shout out to the people that get breakfast. Oh, no, I had to make it. <laughs> no, no, I had to make it. Oh, you made it? Yeah. That shit don't count. <laughs> That's bullshit. Hey, but it was my first time eating breakfast in like six months. But that's bullshit, man. Oh, no, no, no. Hey, man. We got to put them out there. Well, see, my wife had to work. So it's, it's, it was me and the kids this morning. I understand. Yes. Yeah, Did you get a dinner before? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm actually getting a dinner tonight. Oh, well, see, yeah, you're good. Yeah. You're still getting some. Um, I'm actually going out to a comedy club tonight. Oh, where? who you going to see? Yeah. Um, I forgot who the hell it is. Oh, free tickets. Yeah, you know I'm saying? <laughs> I forgot who it was. It's going to be a good time, though. Anytime, yeah, yeah, yeah. anytime the, the funny bone give you free tickets, it's always like... It might not be like a famous motherfucker, but they gonna be funny. Well, last time I went, um, we went to go see Godfrey. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know he was that funny. You know, I really just remember him. Yeah, that nigga followed me on Twitter for like two years. Oh, for real? Yeah, I had no idea. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Then he stopped. (laughs) (laughs) He started getting famous. (laughs) No, he did famous, but like he started rolling. Probably. Yeah, that's um, what happened. (laughs) Yeah, like I was, uh, I was on Twitter one time, and I had did something, and like he had retweeted it. I was like, oh shit. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. That's, that's, anytime a comedian, I don't give a fuck who the comedian is, but anytime a comedian, like, fuck with me, I love that shit, because I, I fuck with comedians. Yeah, because you, you're on that comedian shit. Uh, something like that. I think I'm funny. Mm-hmm. People have told me that. They always say, like, hey, man, you're in the wrong field. you trying to make music. See, I don't listen to them niggas, because the nigga told me that, too. Like, bro, you should do stand-up. And I'm like, nigga, you don't know what it takes to do stand-up. Right, yeah, it takes a lot of getting shit on yeah. doing some stand-up. That, too, but it's like... Like, like they, they process is damn near like being a rapper. That's rough. And that's rough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's rough for everybody that don't know me. Any type of artistry for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when you uh Royce had a great quote for that. You know what I'm saying? And uh the quote was, you know, you living in the house that the fans built. There you go. And, you know, any day they can move you out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? Any day they can move you, you out of this shit, man, so. Whenever they say no, nigga. Um but yeah, like uh so he followed me. Um, actually, uh, one of the local comedians that's here, he followed me. Shout out to Nate Washington. Okay, uh, shout out, shout out. Definitely try to get him on, man. Dude, it's hilarious. This nigga had a joke about, uh, he had a joke about fucking, uh, his, his wife and uh, Xbox. <laughs> what? I'm and confused. What was that? I can't, I, I can't quote it verbatim because that's against, like, comic shit, but. Uh, basically, the whole premise of the joke was, like, you know, you get home, you know what I'm saying? He said, you know, when when your man get out of work and you at home, you've been at home all day, you know, get ready, get prepared, you know, put something sexy on, smell good, get out the shower, you know, put the lotion on. He said, then take your ass to bed so this man can play Call of Duty. Bro, when I heard that shit, bro, I was fucking dying, bro. I'm like, this nigga is crazy. Hey, that's great. Yeah, that was, that's, that's I, that was one of the greatest great. jokes no, I've ever heard. No, when the best thing you can do is get the fuck home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Give us some time, man. Give us some time. Yeah, time so uh, salute to Nate Washington, man. Um, Chicago's finest. That's what's up, man. That's what's yeah. up. I, um, salute uh, everybody who is not doing what the fuck you're supposed to be doing as a woman for your man on Father's Day. Oh, yeah. If you want them bitches, man, you could uh, yeah. not expect nothing for Christmas, no. uh, Valentine's no. Day, or Mother's Day. Officially, we're going to let y'all know something, ladies. Officially, we get one day. Kind of. I mean, just actually being seen as a day for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of. Yeah. You know, we get... Like, you don't day. see Father's Day ads. No, not nations. really. Not really. You get, you know, lightly. Hey, what's going on, man? You know what I'm saying? But lightly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it'd be a sprinkle of it here. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the ads for Father's Day be shorter than Super Bowl commercials. Man. man. <laughs> Look, like, and then, like, uh, I forgot who it was, but, like, it was this one ad I was listening to on one of the podcasts. And it said some shit like, don't go get that nigga no tie. <laughs> Ties is dead. If you still getting your dad a tie for Father's Day, you ain't shit. That's some bullshit. We told you this last year. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Yeah. I love ties, motherfucker. Yeah, fuck that shit. Nigga. Ties, cologne, all that other shit. Listen, man. Be creative. Be creative like we are creative with y'all. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was talking about this, too. I said this. Mm-hmm. I look back at the post. I said this. Yeah. I said, listen, man, I went hard for Mother's Day. Watch I get shitted on on Father's oh, Day. Oh, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what Father's Day is for. Father's Day is for all the hood rats talking about how they baby daddy really ain't shit, and that's the one time that don't nobody say nothing about it. 
Mm. But I'm gonna tell you what though. You know what they can do for Father's Day? They can go to North State of Mind. When you said that, man, the first thing I thought about was that, uh, remember that mic conversation? Yeah. It was at work that one time. Yeah. You can just go home. Yeah. I know the one said it again. You can eat a dick. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. What up, baby? Like, but, yeah, um, man, that shit is crazy. Yeah, man, so you already know, man, this week's episode is brought to you by North State of Mind. Two young brothers came together to create a unique and chill brand of clothing, stylish, and innovative. The shirts, hoodies, and other apparel are available only for you at NorthStateOfMind.com. That's North State of Mind. Get yours. Absolutely. Also, don't forget to check out the YouTube page, Immaculate Bros, where they do all kind of trick shots. Catches, challenges, man, they do some of everything on there. So be sure to subscribe, man, and get notified when new videos drop. That's what I'm saying. Exactly, man. North State of Mind, man. Go yeah. there and, um, shit, buy us a hoodie, goddamn. Hey, you love us that much? Yeah. Contributions will be accepted. You can also go to tiktel.com slash already home hey. and get your father or your yes. husband Yo. or your baby daddy or your surrogate father or, <laughs> or your stepdaddy Listen, or just a nigga you call daddy. And yeah, just a nigga you called that is yeah. also. Get up some t-shirts. <laughs> uh, we got <laughs> cell phone cases. We got hats. We got coasters. We got, got keychains. Yeah. Listen, we got different varieties of hats. Look, yeah. we got the personalized ones. You can get an already home shirt, or you can get scoops and gas. Like there that's what I'm saying. Like, wow, that's really for females. That would be kind of weird. But, hey, bro, got your shirt. If a nigga got my shirt on, nigga, you keep it. <laughs> Y'all tell me that shit. Hey, listen, y'all go together now. <laughs> nah, fuck it up, man. That's a new go, sir. That nigga got my money. Hey. You better not let me see you with it. Listen, that nigga will be here. Come up like scoops. And point at my shirt. I'm like, good! <laughs> listen, I'm telling nah, you, bro. Shit. That shit gonna be funny as fuck. Somebody gonna be in Walmart like yeah. scoops. Nah, I, I take a picture to sign that motherfucker. Don't, don't get it wrong. At the same time, though. Like, yeah, like nigga, don't just, don't just put my yeah. shirt on like this. I'm nah. telling you, man, you got a groupie. Stupid bitch, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> just, hey, let me shut up, you stupid. I'm telling you, man, look, you're going to be fucked up. I know, man. <laughs> she going to hear that shit like, oh, so you made a shirt for bitches? Ah, listen. No, that's not at all. Uh, nah, it's Father's Day, it's for man. kids, man. We ain't accepting that. It's for the kids, bro. <laughs> nah, uh, so, man, it's been a, um, been a crazy fucking week, bro. Yeah, um, yeah, it has, man, it has. Uh, I had a funeral to attend this week. Yeah, I heard about um, that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. RIP yeah. to my aunt, man. She was a very, yeah, very lovely lady. Absolutely, man. Uh, she at home now with her husband, so that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? She uh, done off that bullshit. And um, I'm just glad, you know, she lived what she lived and she did what she did. Yeah, that's cool, um, man. You know, you got to remember them for, you know, the great things. Yeah. And that's why uh, it's supposed to be, you know, a home going, man. You're not supposed to be really sad, you know what I mean, about what happened yeah. you know because you never know what type of suffering or what type of pain they was exactly. in what type of exactly. bullshit they had to endure especially with family yeah. you know there's nothing I can just imagine man being in a position of where you're not in good health right. you can't move like you used to you yeah. can't say the things that you would say you feel, feel shitty man yeah and then having a bunch of stupid ass family around you oh, saying the dumbest shit ever well fortunately we didn't have that like you said um, it was definitely a, a home going we had a whole bunch of good ass memories and shit. We did a lot of laughing, more so crying. Yeah, that's um, good, man. That's good. This is actually like one of the first funerals where everybody was really laughing, more so they was crying. So that was a good thing. But uh, yeah, yeah. And you got to remember the life. Away. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to celebrate yeah, the life. Bro. You exactly, know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know everything. 
has an ending. Yeah. You know, so we're supposed to celebrate the life that people had. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And hopefully they did the right things and we got the good shit to celebrate. Yeah, so, so that shit was out the way uh, for me. Yeah. And then uh, Nas dropped the album. Ah, nice. And, uh, nice. Jay and Beyonce dropped the album. Randomly. Nice. Randomly. That's uh, what's supposed to happen with Jay and Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, the shitty part is this. So, uh, Kanye announced not too long ago that he was going to be dropping a whole bunch of albums. So he said Pusha T, him, him and Cuddy, Nas, Tiana Taylor. Um, well, everybody except for Nas is on good music. Okay. Well, it was said that everybody was going to have seven songs. Okay. I assumed that Nas wasn't going to have seven songs because he's not on good music. Uh-huh. Nas got seven songs. Really? Yeah. Kanye so is fucking they, everything up. Are they trying to? Yeah, because since when do we only get seven Nas songs? That's, That's what I'm saying. saying. And I thought I wanted. I, I figured the Nas joint was gonna be a little bit longer. I heard a little bit yeah, of it, and it's, it sounds good. But for um. But where's the rest of the damn yeah. songs? Like, that's, that's what I was on. I'm like, hey, man, I'm sick of people chopping down songs. I'm sick of them chopping down projects, man. I feel like this shit is a cheat. It's a rip-off. Yeah. It's, it's, it's some bullshit, It's some bullshit. I don't want to hear another song with two verses. I want to hear whole songs, man. Yeah. I feel like these niggas is taking these shortcuts and cheating the game, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think with the way music done changed up as far as like streaming and shit go, like, you don't really physically buy it no more. Now you can just make some shit and then like literally put it out the same day. I think that's starting to yeah. have an effect on everything. Because remember back in the day, like it wasn't like that. You literally yeah. spent like some months in the studio. Yeah, you did. Sometimes just, a year. Yeah, you know a good I mean? project. Yeah, you know, yeah. Most people work on that in between like eight months to a year. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to get. If you got features, you want the best features possible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then everybody is everywhere. You right. know what I'm saying? So it takes artists a different lengths of time to do things. You know what I'm saying? So you want it to be right. You yeah. got to find the right producer. Because like we were discussing earlier, you know, the right sound really will make a project. Exactly. And then on top of that, you know, if it's a, a actual project, if it's an album, you know what I'm saying? Or even an EP. Yeah. You know, it's got a certain flow to it. It's supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Composed a certain way. Right. As opposed to a mixtape. You do what you feel on the mixtape and you drop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, freestyles, random. And I, I kind of feel like that's where, like, this seven-track shit is headed. Yeah, yeah. You know like, I don't like it. Um, I mean, so far, don't get me wrong, man. Everything has been um, it's been on par with the way it's supposed to sound. Uh, yeah, Daytona was a great album. I was album. about to say that. I finally um, did listen all the way through to Daytona. I spent a couple of days, you know, analyzing that. So it was good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It really was, man. I feel like as a, as a project, Pusha T, you know, that was a great project. Right. Especially coming off of the whole Drake beef thing. You know what I'm saying? That was perfect. I feel yeah. like the publicity on that was beautiful. Kanye mm-hmm. did a great job with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like he was a motivating force in that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. That was cool. You know what I'm and, I, and, and I still kind of think, like, he fucked that shit up, dropping his album, because... Uh, as far as timing goes? Timing the beef, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what Because it, um, it kind of took away from his album. But it drew more attention to it, though. No, not really. I mean, just as far as people looking at it, not as far as... Well, actually... the reason they was looking at it, I mean, you right in a sense, because the reason they was looking at it, because they wanted to hear the infrared track. But then after that, it was like, even even if you go to his interviews and listen to his interviews, mm-hmm. like he really ain't talked too much about his album. I, I think the only interviews that he did about his album, I want to say, was like Drink Champs and 
maybe Rap Radar. Okay. But the rest of them was just about the beef. Well, and see, that was my thing. Like, there were references all the way through it. You know, I felt them in a couple spots. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I still feel like he did great on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was still a great project. And I also feel like you're right because it took away from listening to the project. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you spent more time kind of listening for the punches. Yeah. You know, kind of listening for the jabs that he's throwing. Instead of actually listening to the, the whole right. project itself. You know what I'm saying? The, the song formation. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everything, man. And that's the one thing that I was saying about Drake winning this beef. Mm-hmm. Is that if you stay focused on what's going on, then you win for sure. You know well, what I'm saying? I, yeah, I agree. I think he's going to come out unscathed. But, um... And then you already threw your shot. Yeah. Which was a great shot. It was a very mature shot yeah. for you to shoot. You know what I'm saying? And you aired great things. And I swear, I kept saying it. You know, he took the blueprint from one of the coldest. Right. You know what I'm saying? To ever do it. You know, you just sprinkled enough so they know, hey, I'm still not fucking around. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I still... Like, like, no, yeah, nigga, you, you still catch this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guessed that's what, this. That's what he did. And then you can stay focused because you got a project coming. Mm-hmm. You billboard. You know what I'm so, saying? You bigger than this. And I'm glad you said that. So now, now that Nas's project is out, um, like I said, I only heard a couple of tracks off of it. I haven't really got a chance to sit down with it, mm-hmm. only because it came out fucking Friday. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And I had, some shit, to, yeah, I had some shit to do. Because, uh, you know, usually I done heard that motherfucker about five, six times now. Yeah. Um, so I listened to a couple of tracks on there. The album is called Nasir, or Nasir, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It's his name. Um, of course, right. <laughs> but, right, right, right. But, if you didn't know out yeah. there in fucking the world, right? But uh, the argument has all well has recently been going on about um, whether or not Nas picks good beats, right? Okay. So that's been a big thing that's been going on recently. I believe uh, DJ Vlad was the one that kind of fueled the fire to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he said that he thought Nas didn't pick like great beats. He he said Nas is a great artist as far as his lyrics and all that shit, but he never really like picked good beats, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so now that you got Kanye recording everything, um, I guess they looking at it like now this nigga got good beats. What's up now? Right. Well, the shit sounds amazing. Look, the couple tracks that I heard, the shit sounds fucking amazing. Like uh. It's, it's, it's still Nas. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing really changed off that. Uh, he got some great, great uh, lyrics, of course, because it's Nas. Nice. Um, but for the most part, I mean, it's it's a, it's a, it's not like a solid album. I wouldn't say it's one of his best albums. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, what would you say his best actual project was. I mean, man, um, for me. Uh, I would say Illmatic is his best uh, art of work. Like I told you off, off the, you know, off air. Um, at the time, it probably wasn't too much of nothing, but I mean, reasonable doubt was the same way. But it mm-hmm. aged very well. Like and that's you, that's a good, you know, what I'm saying concept yeah, for the whole thing. If you go back and listen to Illmatic, then you'll be like, damn, this was some great ass music. Yeah. But um, to me, I think it's Illmatic. I think that's his best album ever. Um, me personally, I love Stillmatic. Mm-hmm. Um, Stillmatic had a lot of hits, and I think it had his greatest song ever on there, which was Rewind. Okay, I I personally like the nigga album, man. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the way it was composed. I liked the thought process behind mm-hmm. it. 
I liked how um it had the depth of Nas on it, you know what I'm saying, with the creativity. Yeah. You know, because it was very creative and the things he was saying were still strong things. Right. And just to be bold enough to name it the nigga album. Well, he changed it like so. Yeah, I know. He, in in album or the letter N or something. I know, it was the letter yeah. N, you know what I'm saying? Just N and shit. And but we, we know it's the nigga album. Yeah. 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 We, we know it's the nigga album. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's, that's what it is. It's so, always going to go down in history as a nigga album. And that's why I reference it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nigga album. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it had so much great shit on there. Really? Yeah. It had that, uh, was that the one with um the song he did with Chrisette Michelle, Unforgettable? Um, when they referenced Nat King Cole, I mean, they did Nat King Cole sample. That wasn't the one, I don't believe. I think it was, uh, I this swear is that the was one. There. I don't know, it might have been towards the end a little bit, and it, I just okay. forgot about it, but, you know. Or maybe, maybe that song just came out around the time the album was coming out. Right, you know, because he's known mm-hmm. to do that. You know, mm-hmm. not necessarily drop a single, but he'll do a nice feature or something, or he'll, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because Nas is one of the people who don't really drop singles, like, he does, but not really. You know only, what I'm saying? Like, only when this album coming out. Yeah, like he he definitely will drop it for the album, but I don't, I know what you're saying. Though. He definitely just don't got like no random ass shit. No, like, there's something coming out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? There's something to be featured, which was amazing to me because like I think this was one of his first albums where he didn't have no single for it. I ain't hear no single for the album. But well, I take that back. I ain't really hear a single for any of the albums except for uh, Kanye's. Yeah, and I'm I'm still not fucking with that. Yeah, and, um, I'm just I'm just kind of through with him. Well, yeah, I know that part. Yeah, I'm just saying, just yeah. as far as, like you said, usually he'll have something coming out for the album, but he just don't randomly drop some shit just to drop it. No. But I mean, for the most part, man, you know, I, like I said, man, it's Nas. You really can't go wrong with it. Yeah, because you know what to expect. You know, yeah. you know what you, and just like we was talking about with the Pusha T thing, you know what to expect from Pusha T. You know right. what I'm saying? You know exactly what you're going to get, and you get that. You know, yeah. almost every time, consistently, man, you know, you get that, but. So, it was what it was supposed to be, but I still feel like the direction should have been, you know, somewhere else. Right. So, speaking of um, beef, mm-hmm. um, we can get nostalgic real quick. Okay. Talk about when Jay and Nas had beef. Ah, because yeah, apparently they still do. Um, <laughs> so, Nas, uh, Nas dropped uh, the Nas Air album, mm-hmm. and then silently, out of nowhere, uh Taking a, a swift ass move from Beyonce, uh, Jay Z and Beyonce dropped a new album and it's called Everything Is Love. Okay. I don't know how many tracks is on there, uh-huh. but I know they got this dope ass song called Ape Shit, and that motherfucker bang. Of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, they do they do great collabs. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, not really. I don't think so. Nah, they do. I don't think they, so. They really do. I ain't gonna lie. I hate when Jay Z raps with Beyonce. You always, nigga, you <laughs> tripping, man. I'm serious, bro. I hate when Jay Z nah, rapping. Nah, man, like, I was, I was kind of hesitant to even listen to the, to some of the songs that I was hearing. Okay, so you didn't like none of the Jay Z shits with Beyonce, no, no. And they've done some good collabs, man. Uh, I'm trying to think of one I might have liked. I can honestly say no. That's <laughs> I can honestly say no. Like uh, when I listen to Blueprint too, okay, I skip over um, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, I skip over Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> like literally, skip the fuck out that song because that's right after uh, okay. what he did with Pharrell. What's your name? What and about 
The, uh, what about the earlier shit before they actually started fucking around? The like, crazy in love and all that shit? No, I hate that shit. I know, I know the verse, but I don't like the song. Uh, okay, what about the one where the shit he did on Magna Carta, like with with him, Nas, and Beyonce? I skip yeah. over that. Oh my goodness! I don't like when he raps with Beyonce. You just don't like Beyonce, man. No, I don't no, really care for say, Beyonce. Just say it. And I'm not saying I don't like Beyonce. I don't think she can sing like everybody make her. But I mean, she's a great artist. I actually like my favorite Beyonce album is the B Day album. Okay, I like four. Uh, I like it when she dropped like uh, the series of videos with it. Anyway, man, that's, that's, I, I, I like B Day because uh, she had the freaking dress song on B Day. I thought that was a dope ass song. Like that was one of the ones like for the you know what I mean for the ladies. Like if they wanted to be in the club, like from the house to the club, you could bang the B Day album. You could listen to Freakum Dress at home, and you could still listen to it in the club. Um, I don't get you, man. What's the other song she had? The Kitty Cat song? I don't remember that one. I think that was on uh, B Day. That was a nice song. Let's go, little Kitty Cat. <laughs> That's how the song That's the only part I remember. Uh, what else? What else did, she, did they do? The Lemonade album. I didn't. I, I ain't really fucked with anything Jay did on that. What's wrong with you? Nothing. I just don't like, like, to me, I feel like every time he rap with her, like, he don't have no other, and, and by all means, he's supposed to, that's his wife. Yeah. Like, I'm not knocking him for doing it, but it's like, he don't talk about shit but her. I don't want to hear you rap about her, bro. <laughs> that's what the song be based on. No, I know, that's what I'm saying. I get it. That's why I don't like it. I don't want to hear you rap about Beyonce, my nigga. Like, you already married Beyonce. We get it. You don't have to rap about it. Get the fuck out of here. That's what he like. Like, like, like if, man, that's where he can so like if Chris Brown and Rihanna were still together, and this nigga was just like singing with Rihanna every time they on the track, but he was singing about her. My nigga, all right, bro. <laughs> Damn, we get it. It's Rihanna. We know. Okay, but listen, it's the same shit with Drake. No, it's not. Yeah. Cause that nigga always sing about they're not bitches. together though. He always sing about they're not together. Like he sing about different bitches. I don't want to hear you sing about your wife every or rap about your wife every time you get on the track. <laughs> we get it, my nigga. Like you in a hole, all right? You in a doghouse? You don't got to write a verse for. Yeah, yeah, oh, nigga. That's that. he's an artist. Hear, I don't want to hear that shit. That's where great songs come from. And listen, it's a bunch of people out here that loves it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't hear that shit. So you didn't like the four 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 shit? Of course I did. So you didn't like like the tracks directed towards her? Yeah, I mean, that, it was good shit, but he was talking about other shit on it. So to me, it was like, yeah, I can do I, I can do that. But like, nigga, when you on the track with her and she's singing about some shit and then you just start singing about her, rapping about her. No, nigga, rap about some other shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> you got the hottest chick in the game. Exactly. my chance. Like, oh. You know, yeah, like that. That was cool. That shit. I mean, because he wasn't lying. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, you know, but, and and even when he rapping with her, he's not lying. She's the coldest in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the that's the majority opinion. I don't think she's the coldest in the game. I respect it. But, you know, they say she's the coldest in the game. <laughs> what is up with you with that shit, man? What? Stop I just, listen, I just know it's other people that can sing better than Beyonce. Okay. Where are they? Why are they not doing shit? 
Um, hey, you got me lost. But I can name like a shit ton of them. It's a bunch of them that I mean. First off, she is the total package. Don't let me don't let me lie and say there's no shit out the way. Like I fucks with Beyonce. I don't think that she can sing like everybody tries to make it seem. Like they try to make it seem like she could just blow. Like she can sing. No, she can sing. <laughs> okay, so you didn't like her uh, Etta James rendition? Fuck out of here, my nigga. You didn't like that? Come on, bro. Did you watch Dream Girls? Um, that shit was actually came on the other day, and I only yeah. watched some. Jennifer of Hudson murdered her ass. Jennifer Hudson was good in that. That's my point. She was good. That's my point. She no, she wasn't good. She murdered her ass. What are you talking about? I didn't see it all the way. Oh, oh, yeah. listen. Skinny now, Jennifer Hudson will murder her ass. You know what? Now that I think about it, yeah, I do remember that because they were switching the songs and shit. And, okay. Listen, when you are the star of the movie, the movie is really about you for real. You're supposed to be Diana Ross in that movie. The movie is about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She played the heavy chick or whatever her name was. Okay. She stole the show when she did the I'm Not Going. Okay. Yeah. And she's got both, so you don't feel like Beyonce could. What? Sing like that. Hang with Jennifer Hudson? Yeah. Nigga, if you do, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, she can't hang with it. If Beyonce told me right now, I could sing better than Jennifer Hudson, Ho would have to kill me. Because I'd whoop her ass. What are you talking about, bro? Mm, mm, mm. She can't sing better than Fantasia. Well, Fantasia do got it. That's what I'm saying. Where are they? Yeah, apparently nowhere. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I said she is the total package. Like, she has... The, the star quality. Now, don't get me wrong. Will I go see her in concert? Hell yeah. If she puts on the show. Hell yeah. Will I listen to her live? Hell yeah. Because she got a good voice. But the way niggas be trying to make her voice, like they just make it seem like she's like the greatest singer of all time. No, she's not. Beehive, come for me if you want to. We could we could do this. Listen, Beyonce is great. She is the GOAT right now. Yeah. There's nobody that's going to top her. Like, I think I think within the next maybe five years, nigga, she's, if not, if she's already taken it. Uh, I don't even think I said it right. But um, she, Jenna, she got Jenna Jackson the fuck about her. Yeah, that shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. So much so, like, they trying to get her in there with Mike is. That's not going to happen, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, they trying to get Mike the fuck about here and... and Replace that Michael Jackson statue with a statue of Beyonce. Wow. Yeah. Now that Mike, I don't all the way agree. Did you see the Coachella shit that she did? Um, I didn't see the Coachella shit, but I'm I know what you mean. I seen pieces of it. Like she came out like she was in the uh a sorority or whatever, and they did like the little HBCU band shit. Mm-hmm. Shit was lit. Yeah. Then niggas started talking crazy. Like yo, that was the greatest thing ever. I'm like yo, I never seen Michael Jackson at the Super Bowl, my nigga. And yeah, yeah, I didn't see Michael Jackson at Motown 25, my nigga. I seen that shit on YouTube. Because he has had iconic. I'm sorry, they didn't see Michael Jackson at Summer Jam. Michael Jackson. When Hope broke him out. Like, no, Michael Jackson, Jackson is the performer. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because and I don't even fuck with Mike like that. I'm a Prince fan. But, and to be honest with you, he's still. I mean, Prince had dope ass shows. You know what I'm saying? Prince also yeah, had dope that show. They don't be like Mike. They don't be like Mike. He's he's great at live performances with live bands and playing with yeah, you know what I'm saying, the bands and shit. He good with that. Yeah. 
But as far as a performance, you know what I'm saying? Michael get up there and it can be 300 people dancing and you still like, know which one is Michael. To me, to me, the equivalent of Mike's shows, right? Like if I could take Mike's show and put it on a very, 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 very small scale, it would be like going to see Ed Sheeran in concert. I like I like it, sir. Like you know how like he'd get on there, he like he make the beat up on the spot. Like it's just him. Mm-hmm. Like he do a show where it's just him, too, and he just make the beat up as he's sitting there. Mm-hmm. And then once he does that, boom! Like he goes and starts singing his song. Like to me, that's what Michael Jackson does. But instead of having like machines, he got like a live band, a choir, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like Mike could do that shit with actual people. Yes, yeah, yeah. So Mike is a, yeah, but Beyonce will never touch Michael Jackson. The way I feel, okay, feel like that. The way I feel like Michael Jackson and Beyonce is the way niggas feel about Jordan and LeBron. Okay. Okay, I get that. Like, how niggas be like, bro, LeBron never be Jordan. Yeah, Beyonce never be Michael Jackson. Ever. Okay, and I understand that to a certain extent because you'll never be able to duplicate, you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Just I'm talking about just in general. Like, nigga, there's nothing she could do. Like, if she came out and killed a tiger on stage with her bare hands blindfolded, <laughs> And the tiger got machine guns on his back, and she did the Matrix move without getting hit, and then snapped the tiger's neck, and then ripped him in half. Still wouldn't be better than Mike Jackson. You thought about that too long. No, I just came up with that on the spot. I'm just saying that still wouldn't be better than Michael Jackson. So that is fucked up. But I mean, you know, like I said, man, I just I was kind of reluctant to listen to it, but I did listen to it. And like I said, the song that they got called Ape Shit is is actually pretty good. Um, that's actually my favorite out of all of them. So salute. Jay Z and Beyonce, Jay, you petty as fuck, man. Let it go, bro. You what the kill fuck? The nigga. I it. mean, listen, and I oh, we can't just drop right at the Nas, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like you knew what the fuck you was doing. So you feel like that's still a part of not only did you shit on Nas, you shit on Kanye. That's really fucked up. Yeah, like but nigga, they already been having their thing anyway. Exactly. Remember how that shit just talking on your stage, nigga, on your little floating stage? Guess what? Nah, nigga, sell what? Compete with this. Look, like, you heard Cardi. You said who? Go to what the who? Nigga, let's find out and see. Nigga. And that was, you know, that's a raw move. Like, yeah. And, and you could just hear Jay. And, he, and he, the, it's a sneaky move, too, because he didn't tell nobody about it. Yeah. It's fucked up. And then, look, I could just hear him, like, yo, yo, big. <laughs> yo, we want to drop something. <laughs> we going to drop that album. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yo, we going to drop something, yo. Hey, 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 but not for real, man. Like <laughs> you, you been right? Whatever. <laughs> nah, she, you know, she stay right. Hell yeah, stay. That's she do. And they just went on tour. Well, they just started their tour. I'm sorry. So the on the run tour is going on right now too. So now they just dropped the album and they mm-hmm. going on tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, Kanye. Listen, crush them. That's how you do. He man. gotta crush them. Listen, you you smash them out, man. Yeah. When you think you're getting too big. And you want to do extra shit for no yeah, reason? There you go. You got to get shut down. And you supposed to be on the squad? Yeah, you got to Oh, yeah. As soon as you don't act like, look, I thought about this the other day. I know why Michael killed Fredo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Explain this. How? Listen. Because you were supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. first of all, we're a team. We're a squad. We're a family. To preserve one, it'll kill the rest. You know what I'm saying? Because... That poison to spread. Oh, okay. You I see what I'm saying? So, okay. so is that the same thing with Nino and uh, G Money? Yes. That's fucked up. Yes. I, you know what? And it's fucked up. Cain and Abel. Hey, man. Listen, we trying to do something bigger. You know what I'm saying? We making something happen. You know what I'm saying? So, greedy, nigga. 
No, um, you fucked up this business, nigga. What you? Yeah, Kanye is, Kanye is white woman fat. 
Let me see that nigga. I rock my fat nigga. Yeah, nigga said he stepped in TMZ, nigga, and said I had light pole, nigga, because y'all niggas was going to judge me. I was like, oh, First shit. First of all, that's gay in itself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you got to get out of that house, nigga. Nigga, that's my that shit. Nigga, I'm telling you. This nigga, life, nigga. Listen, I'm telling you, this nigga said I had light pole, so you guys wouldn't judge me. You know what? I'm glad you said that. Because, say it again, real quick. Sorry, say, say what you just said again. Oh, he about to be a transformer, nigga. Okay, funny shit is, that's the same shit that was happening in Bruce Jenner. Yes. <laughs> yes, bro. Yeah, you know why? Because these hoes got this nigga walking around the house like, I think I need to cut my carbs. <laughs> If you go back and listen to the way Kanye was speaking right now, this nigga got like this valley accent, mm-hmm. like this valley girl accent. What happened to Joe? Who is Joe? Charlie. Oh, yeah, yeah Joe, okay. What's up? Fucking Joe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, yeah. You know, you've been out there too long, baby. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're well, apparently, they've been saying that he really wasn't from Chicago to begin with. Ain't that some shit. Well, they say he was from somewhere else. Like, because like he referenced it, Chicago. He referenced it early on, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, he was from somewhere else. And yeah. Then, you know. So he probably had a lot of hood friends. Kanye kind of ain't like he was no hood nigga. No, he ain't never you know been no thug. So, he always I, been that like he was the nigga that brought backpack like to life. That's what I'm saying. So I could see him being you know Louis Vuitton Don yeah. nigga. Like you know you had that in your broke days. Yeah. I remember somebody saying I can't remember who said it. They said I remember Kanye when his beats was two thousand dollars. Right. And what I'm thinking was well damn. Two thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying, nigga? That's kind of a lot for a fucking beat if you broke. In the I mean, hood, if you're a hood producer, yo, with, when you was making the beats, Kanye was making, nigga. And I get, it, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it wasn't worth it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it was. You definitely getting everything you're supposed to get for that amount of money, right? But what I'm saying is, you from the hood and you get a two thousand dollar, nigga, you quitting your job first of all. Uh, <laughs> you hear? Listen, if his manager assaulted him again, listen, <laughs> he would be assaulting him. And that's what I'm talking yeah. about. You know what I'm saying? So I can see him being in a, you know. A, Upper scale area, yeah. Maybe not all the way suburban because he's still ghetto as fuck. Well, see, I think people kind of got that that thought process of yay from um, you know, like when he was talking about uh, like the shit he was talking about on uh, college dropout. You know, he always was addressing like black issues, the whole you know George Bush don't care about black people type shit, yeah. all that shit. Like that's I I think where we got this whole myth of. Kanye being one of us. And that's the other thing. You know what I'm saying? Kanye being a Republican don't surprise me. Oh, no, no, no. You know what I'm saying? Don't none of them niggas being a Republican. No. Jay-Z got a, him and I got a song called Black Republican. Yeah. If I had that much money, I'd be a Republican. Because, listen, you're in a different tax bracket, baby. Things mean different for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, so. Oh, I give a fuck about y'all. I give a fuck about hey. money more, though. Come on, man. Yeah. Listen, and... I, I was saying the same thing like during the finals when the motherfuckers was getting into a fight and I had to explain, you know, they worked up. This is their job. This is what they do. Yeah. Because listen, they like bills ain't the same as our like bill. That's if they got a like bill. But listen, they bills ain't like ours. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, they well, bills, look, well, see, this is why I say you really can't say that because remember when uh, they did MTV Crib mm-hmm. and they were showing like all these motherfuckers was showing all these houses and shit and a lot of that shit was rented houses. Right. Just to like a show on there. Right. The only nigga that really showed his shit was Method Man. 
I remember Redman doing it too. That shit was funny. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, shit Redman. Redman yeah, Red 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 was doing something. That nigga was in the apartment. That nigga was in the trap. He was in the apartment. He's like, and this is the studio, and them niggas was, it was a little computer on the motherfucking yeah. table, on the coffee and table. And then that nigga got a shoebox off the top of the refrigerator full of weed. And I was like, yeah, yes. this nigga literally is at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He really showed, you know, what it was, what was going on, man. And, and my thing is, even still with that, you know, because a lot of people, they rent their cars. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, remember Beans had that shit, that quote about Jay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we don't lease, we buy the whole car as you should. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he was talking about that range and shit like, oh, no, the Bentley. That's what it was. It was yeah. the Bentley. You know what I'm saying? And he like, yeah. It was a Benz. Was it a Benz? It was a Benz. At that time, it was a man. Niggas wasn't driving. No, it was a Maybach. That's what it was. No, no, no. You sure it wasn't? Nigga, that's off a reasonable doubt. We don't lease. We buy the cold cars. No, I remember. No, no, no. He took that. That's Benz's. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about in that era. I'm talking about when, by the time Benz. You said when Benz used Okay, okay, never mind. When Benz came out. I thought you were talking about Jab. I said, yeah, no. Oh, no, hell no. That was, it was Benz's back then. By that time, it was probably like Range Rovers or some shit like that. Yeah, but it was, it was something where, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, I didn't put this nigga on. I didn't gave this nigga, you know. Bentley's or whatever the fuck it was at that time, and he was like, "Nah, dog, I had to take over them payments, nigga." Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you mean? Well, I mean, that's usually how kind of everybody had to go through. They said the same thing about Suge Knight. They said like, uh, I, I remember Snoop Dogg did an interview, and he said that he got pulled over one time in his car, and the niggas was like, uh, "Are you Mr. Suge Knight?" He was like, "Nah, nigga." Like, yeah, well, this car is in his name. <laughs> so his, his own car wasn't even in his name. So, so yeah, yeah, them niggas kind of go through that. Oh, shit. But um, holla! <laughs> Everybody decided to uh, hit me up now. Hit you up now. In the middle of the show. Thank but, y'all. Um, so Jake album Scorpion is coming out, man. What you think it's gonna do? What it always do? Kill shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. If he handled this right, yeah, bro, it's gonna do what all the albums do. You know. What so saying? do you do you think it's gonna be like um? Do you think it's gonna go go take over the Billboard? Because usually Drake is one of those artists that like once he puts some shit out, nigga, the Billboards is a rap, the charts is a rap, all that shit is a rap. Like, yeah. do you think now with everything that happened, do you think he's still gonna have that that star power? I think he's still gonna have the star power for sure. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I think that uh, K.O.D. unless Scorpion is something major, I think niggas are still gonna ride with K.O.D. I don't agree, man. I think K. Once again, man, I'm telling you, KOD is not one of those albums that uh, is for the public. KOD is for something, again, for, for cold fans. True. And I think. And that, I agree with that. And I think that the reason that it's going to be like that, it may even go platinum still, just like yeah. For Your Eyes Only did. But For Your Eyes Only was a cold fan album. To yeah. me, KOD yeah, is a cold fan album. Absolutely. I feel like all most of his bodies of work. Yeah, you know like I think for the, the fans. To me, the two albums that was really like one of those things to where everybody was gonna fuck with it was uh Born Center mm-hmm. and then um two thousand fourteen Forest Hills Drive. Those two were to me okay. Forest Hills Drive was his his most commercial album. Mm-hmm. Born Center to me was where he kind of stepped out that realm of making music strictly for a cold fans. I like that. Uh, I let Nas. Yeah, I let Nas down was on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, and then I think that when he went back to For Your Eyes Only, that was back to going like, all right, I'm back to making music for my core. Yeah. So I think KOD is for his core for real. Like, I mean, you can still fuck with it, but it's literally for his core. Cause like, if you even if you just look at the the, the shit surrounding KOD, when KOD was coming out. That's, That's how people was talking about. 
And then when Pusha dropped, you ain't hear too much about KLD again. Then when you heard Ye drop, KLD was gone. And then with the rest of the shit, like, nigga, nobody brings up KLD again. To me, I don't feel like most of the Cole's music ages well, except for, like I said, Born Center, which is kind of, and 2014, those Drivers is going to be one of those albums that's going to live on. To me, that's just classic. Yeah, and I, I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you that. But mm-hmm. I still feel like <clears throat> Drake is going to do what Drake doing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's, he's going to do what he always does. You know what I'm saying? As long as his focus is intact and he really pushes on this project like he's supposed to, which I already know, like the material itself, uh-huh. that's not going to be an issue. You know, just the focus of the album. You know what I'm saying? Staying focused on the album and his positioning because once again, every battle ain't a war. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's a battle compared to the war that he's already winning. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, he burned the village. Ah, we got more village. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll rebuild. We protect the rest of them. Good. There you go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But when you send all the troops out, you know, this is some shit on the downtime where I would let maybe the big homie get in because Wayne going to do whatever the fuck Wayne going to do anyway. Uh-huh. I can see him addressing this on the mixtape, which I feel is coming up very soon. He just got released Ooh, off Wayne. of the Carter Five shit. He just you got said a Wango address yeah. it? I don't think Fuck so. Fuck yeah. I don't think so. Not on a mixtape. Uh, he, he might, might do it on five. Yeah, I would say he might say something about it on the album. He might do it on five. I don't see no mixtape happening. <laughs> Listen. But you know, that's he's going to say something. Yeah. That's his thing. Well, since we talking about motherfuckers in the Young Money camp, my nigga. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicki Minaj was supposed to drop an album, uh, I believe, in August. It was supposed to be. No, no, no. Or is that the before that? Before that, it was supposed to be either this month or July. Now, yeah, the new day. Dogs, new right? day is August, uh, August 10th. Okay. Um, so, me personally, I think that they pushed it back because of the, um, they want that Cardi B heat to die down. Okay. And I figured by August, um, that should have kind of, kind of be a little bit dull because of course, you know, she having a baby. Right. And right. right now it ain't really no other female rapper out there that's really doing too much anything. True. Um, besides Rhapsody. And like I said, I don't compare Rhapsody to other women. Um, she is literally one of those MCs. And I, I see even me saying MC. She's a female MC that she she transcends that female rapper category. Right, right, right. Um, so I, I usually compare her to that. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But I usually compare her to like one of the dudes. So, um... So it's you got Nicki Minaj out. Mm-hmm. She coming uh, August tenth. <clears throat> Excuse me. She coming August tenth. The album is called Queen, I believe. And then they yeah, something like that. they got the uh they put out the uh the artwork for it not too long ago. Yeah, they did release the artwork for it. And she like in the cat stands on the tree with her titties up. <laughs> that's great. No, I'm just serious. Like that's the that's the artwork for that I'm looking that up right now. Yeah, I think that, um, I think that they they scared. They nervous. They don't know exactly how this shit gonna pan out. Um, well, when you look at like her career in itself, you know what I'm saying. Look at uh, the things that she's done. Think of the ups and downs she has had. Think of the revamp that they have done with her. You know what I'm saying yeah. from that. That gimmicky thing, you know what I'm saying? Because they first that was her thing. No, no, it wasn't. That's how it came out. You know what I'm saying? That's how it was being portrayed as like a gimmicky thing. No, no, no. I, I know what you're saying. What I'm, what I'm saying is at first that's not. That's well, not not, not the first initial. No, you know, like she, she was a spitter. No, no she, she is a spitter though. She still is. <clears throat> I don't know. You don't think so? 
I wasn't the Chung Lee shit. It seemed like see that's what I'm saying. Like to me, that's back on the gimmicky shit. Like the Chung Lee and Barbie things, all that shit. that's back on the gimmicky shit. Like that's to me, that's the shit that kept her hot. So that, I think that's what they trying to reach back to. However, when you got uh, artists like Cardi B who don't have to do the gimmick shit, like she's literally like for for Nicki to do that shit would be a gimmick. For Cardi to do that shit, that's just Cardi. So Cardi is like a loudmouth hood rat ass bitch, for real, for real. That's how they. It's not how she's portrayed. That's just her personality. Basically, she really, she really a smart chick. You know what I'm saying? She really intelligent. You know, she about her business and shit like that. But but her persona, her persona, is hood rat. You know what I'm saying? A hood rat from New York who can spit, who can, who can rap. Even if she don't write her own shit, which a lot of motherfuckers don't really get at for females. That's why I say Rhapsody is out of their league too, because she kind of write her own shit, she do her own thing. But um, but just Cardi is Cardi is just her. She's being herself. So when you see Cardi on there and she's, you know, she loud and she go to and all that shit, you know, bird calls and shit, like, that's not a, that's not a gimmick, like, when Nicki was trying to be British. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. That shit was, <laughs> or, man, that shit was too much. Or when she used to talk up in, like, high and low tones, like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, like, when she was that shit, for, for Cardi, it's just like, she got an accent, nigga, she from the Bronx, yo, this is her. And you get it, and you feel yeah. it, and you know what I'm saying? That it's, it's authentic. authentic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it's, it's natural. For Nikki, it was like, okay, we know you from New York. Why are you trying to act like you are from uh, Glasgow? Like I don't understand. Like even when she was sitting up there on the uh, on Ellen, and they spinning yeah. the wheel, and she's just doing different accents. That's what I'm saying. Like shit like that. Like that's oh, to me, that's like some weirdo shit. So I think that I think that coming off this Cardi heat right now, because she still she still is on doing her thing. Yeah, she's still. Um, she just put out a video for the I Like It track. That's the shit. Um, and she was pregnant in that video, and she just got a uh, she just did a joint with DJ Khaled and um, J Lo. That is crazy. So she still she still is really out here doing her thing. So I think that. Them pushing it back to August is them trying to like kind of saving face because I think they gonna think, I think Nikki ain't gonna do what she's supposed to do now. Now that she really once again got some competition, I think that it's gonna be to the backside. And no pun intended. Sit them yams down. Yeah. Listen, man, the whole thing about this shit is you decide who you are, what the fuck you gonna do, yeah. how you want to be portrayed. And that's the one thing about artists that come in, man. You know, you come in one way, and that's how people see you. If you come in on some gangster shit, that's what people are going to expect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you come in different, if you come in, you know, artistic, you know what I'm saying, and you just have different views and visions, mm-hmm. that's how people are going to see you. You're right. weird as fuck. That's how people are going to see you. And see, that's the that's the crazy part, because, like, at first, when Nicki was doing her thing, like, and I, I was talking to somebody about this, too. Is um we was talking about Nikki and I was like yo when she was doing her shit with Gucci and them mm-hmm. like she was she was killing it yeah like she was really like on their spit I remember she did the uh who shot you shit she did I didn't a, hear that she great. did a version of who shot you and she like had a video and shit to it it's on YouTube if y'all wanna go check it out I believe it's who shot you but like um it might not be who shot you. But it's a, it's a, she using a biggie beat. I forgot what beat it was, but she was really like doing her shit on there. Mm-hmm. She was spitting. And it kind of reminded me of like Foxy Brown. 
the way she was, the way she was, you know, since she had that like that Foxy Brown vibe. Um, so now, like when you hear her doing the shit she doing, you know, of course, you know, her singing and all that really ain't an issue because I think that's a great thing for her to have mm-hmm. as an artist. Um, Cardi kind of did the same thing on the Be Careful track. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was great. A lot of niggas say she can really sing though. I believe it. So, so at least some type of harmony I can see her doing. Yeah, so I mean, you know what I mean? Nikki, as long as she keep that shit up, I think she's going to be all right. I just don't think her numbers is going to be what she think is going to be. Because now she left too much open space for another motherfucker to jump in. And now that another motherfucker has jumped in, the, uh, see, the, the, the pregnancy thing is going to slow her up just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, it um, it, it kind of has. But it can, it can also be used, you know what I'm saying, publicity-wise. Yeah. You know, it can still... Keep her in the loop, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's just talking about that and their transition, of course. you know, into parenthood. Of you know course. what I'm saying? That shit, that shit gonna be big. Well, the greatest thing is that, you know what I'm saying, her being with Offset, like, that nigga don't stay out the spotlight because it's, of course, you know, he a part of the Migos. Right. And them niggas stay in the spotlight. So now, like, whatever she really want to do, like, now she got the opportunity to kind of do it. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like, if she wanted to just put out whatever the fuck she want to put out, she could still kind of put out a song. Yeah. You know, she can still record. Yeah, she can still record and still have something lined up. You know what I'm saying for when the baby comes or however long. Right. You know what I'm saying. So, um, summer jam happened. You know what I'm saying. Um, a lot of different shit happened at summer jam. Mm-hmm. Um, now shout that, out to summer jam, man. Yeah, that's a classic. That's a, classic yeah, that's a long-standing. You know what I'm saying. Classic place to perform, man. Yeah, it's yeah, a staple in the hip hop community. Yeah, man. man, that's big. Um, that's like Hot 97. That is how I said. Well, I mean, like that, just the station itself, like yeah. just it being. I know they do actually do. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But just to say that, you know what I'm right. saying, in this community, you know what I mean? That's true. That's, that's major. True. That's like it saying, would almost be like saying Funk Master Flex if you want to such a bitch. <laughs> anyway, so that's anyway. like saying uh, speaking of hot nine nine. But that's like bringing up the garden. You know what I'm saying? True. Like, True. This, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like certain places are monumental places. Yeah. House of Blues and shit. Like you right. know what I'm saying? Places where you know great things have happened. You know, great minds have like sat. Coachella. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like just iconic places. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like uh, if they ever would leave the fuck alone, like um, Apollo. You know what I'm yeah. Just you know, in that aspect. I agree. You know, I wish they leave the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? Like they are supposed to have that forever. Yeah. Uh, but um, it was a lot of uh, casting issues. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, they had um, Lil Wayne as the uh, main act for Summer Jam this year, which was dope. Uh, Meek Mill came out and performed at Summer Jam this year. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know they had other acts, other nice little young dudes or whatever that mm-hmm. don't nobody really know. They came out and uh, they did their thing. And then, um, Swiss Beats and Timberland mm-hmm. have a live beat battle on the stage at Summer Jam. Yeah, now, for people who ain't uh, aware of what we'll be talking about, Swiss Beats and Timberland have been doing this beat battle thing for a minute now. Mm-hmm. And I believe Just Blaze had ended up getting in it as well. And um, so, basically, what it's about is is... Timbaland Swiss Beats was basically playing the beats that they had produced and created back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is great. Oh my gosh. Like, just, I w- that's one of them moments I wish I could have fucking been there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but but that was, to me, that was like the dopest moment of Summer Jam. I don't, I know like a lot of people, like Kendrick was at Summer Jam, of course. 
Um, but I don't think people really understand the um, the importance of the producers in hip hop. No, they don't. You know what I'm saying? saying? They don't. You know, because it has a lot to do with you know the things that you love most about your favorite artist. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You know, they they complement each other. Yeah, that's a fact. And with these two producers, like these two producers have been around since the fucking nineties. Um, they've worked with down there everybody. Yeah. Swiss done worked with Eve, the locks, um, Dragon, DMX, uh, Jay Z. He don't work with Benny Siegel. Nigga done worked with uh fucking Cassidy. Um Damn, bro, that nigga got a fucking resume. He done work with a lot of fucking people. My bad, y'all. <laughs> um, Timbaland, he don't work with Aaliyah, Missy Elliott, Genuine. Um, yeah, man, some some great iconic. Fucking Nelly Furtado. This nigga don't work with uh, Jay Z. This nigga don't work with a bunch of motherfucking people. Um, so, so I'm just now. I didn't mean to cut you off. Are you good? But I just now see this artwork that I've been hearing about. The, the Nikki. Yeah. Artwork, yeah. Why? I told you she got the <laughs> and cat stands on the uh like, what's the name? Listen, with the cities up. You might as well just wear a sign and say, Come get it. Let me see. Is that the right one? Yeah, and titties perky. Anyway, this is best titties money can buy. Hey, you know, it'd be like that. So uh um, so they had a big battle, but it still me, feel gimmicky. It is gimmicky, man. Um the craziest shit though. To me, um, we gonna go back to the Timberland shit though. I mean, the, the beat battle yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the crazy shit though was Takashi Six Nine was actually banned from Summer Jump. Why? Um, apparently, it's too much commotion going on in his camp. Um, Takashi Six Nine got beef with Chief Keith. Mm-hmm. I believe we spoke on that already. Yes. Last week. Um, but uh, he got beef with Chief Keith, of course. But he got beef with damn everybody. Mm-hmm. But um, that's what he do. He, he just. Kinda, yeah. He, you know, he a troll or whatever, but he from New York. Yeah. And it was at, uh, this year, I believe Summer Jam was at, uh, the, was it MetLife Stadium? Okay, yeah. Where the Giants and the Jets play? Yeah. Um, so it was actually in New Jersey. Um, but, so which is still New York yeah, by that yeah. point. Yeah, you might as well say. Yeah, but he, he part of the boroughs, bro. Yeah, but he wasn't, um, he wasn't there. So, I was thinking, like, you know, that's kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of different. You know, him being uh, one of the biggest artists in New York at the time, mm-hmm. not being at Summer Jam, I think that's a detriment to his legacy and his career because I think that really could have boosted him. Yeah, Summer Jam, you know Summer Jam is big. It's legendary. And he And he really got, and, and I know a lot of niggas don't, probably don't fuck with him, but, yo, this nigga's a, he got some good music, bro. Man, we're not going there with that shit, man. I, I, I tried to listen to that shit you was talking, and no. See, that's I'm, the, the shit that I had, the shit that I got, I like it just because it sounds like some old MOP shit. Like some, uh, it sounds like fucking Onyx. Like, it's just, it got that, it got that wild ass New York vibe to it. Then I heard, uh, I think it's called. I don't like his voice. I don't like his delivery. I don't really don't like nothing. Well, yeah, like he yelled on the track the whole time. Yeah, but, like, I'm not on But it's like, so for me, like, you fuck with Meek though, right? Yeah, because Meek, Meek do the same Meek, thing. Don't get me Meek wrong. Yell on the child. Meek, that's, that's what I don't, don't like. I don't like when Meek yell. <laughs> hey, look. Because it's not like you can't hear. It's not my headphones. Yeah. Motherfucker, like, yeah, he do that shit a lot. Yeah. Because uh, Meek will yell on the track. Yeah, but, but I mean, with, with 6 9 though, no, like, I think a lot of niggas don't really take the time to really listen to his music only because of him yelling. 
No, no, just because of what he's portrayed as outside of his music. Like, if you listen to uh, the Gummo track, he got a track called Gummo. That shit go hard as fuck. The beat on that shit go hard as fuck. I listen to it. That shit hard. Man, fuck what you talking about. You crazy. No, I didn't like that shit, man. I I saw to me, that shit bang, man. I like that shit. I watched a couple of videos. I don't even watch that shit. That shit is the funniest shit ever. Just looking at the nigga, this shit is just funny. Yeah, I don't care about the video. I just, I like this music as far as it being, uh, as far as him just having that fucking, he, for me, man, he just got that gritty ass New York feel. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that, to me, that shit matters. Like, so for him to come out on a summer jam stage and perform. That would have been major for him. Listen, if he'd have performed the Billy track on that shit. Mm-hmm. Niggas screaming 6 9 this and 6 9 that. Niggas is on my dick and on my deck, you niggas. And then how the crowd finish that shit. And then when he do it, you know, the beat stop as he's as he doing his hook. And then right when he about to come back in, the beat drop. Man, that shit would have been the greatest moment at Summer Jam for New York niggas for a long time, bro. That would have been good. Yeah. That would have been great for, for real. Me, for real. Say that would have been great. And yeah. Yeah, for him to miss that man was. But I mean, it's it's sad for him. Yeah, it's it's all because of him, of course, man. You know, he he out here doing some shit he ain't supposed to be doing, which kind of sucks, man. But you know, it's I I just wish you know what I mean, like yeah, young niggas like him. In a different way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I just wish young niggas like him, man, would really understand like the business of all this shit. And, and I'm glad you were saying that because I just ran across something that was talking about Lil Pump sitting down with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, J. Cole, Cole about the whole Yeah, they shit. did that a while ago. That shit was, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I just happened to look at it. On the funniest shit, though, about that, my little sister said this. And I, I kind of watched it, but I didn't, like, really get into it because, to me, I really don't fuck with Lil Pump. And I don't really no. understand uh, why him and J. Cole were sitting down, other than the fact that they was kind of beefing or whatever. But my little sister was saying that, like, Cause she, you know, she, she up to date on all these little niggas. She said that it was more so like listening to, uh, like the older brother talk to a little brother and the little brother like, yeah, yeah, whatever. That's basically what I expected. Yeah. So when I was like that, I'm like, I'm not going to finish watching this shit. Man. I mean, just, I, I'm probably going to go back one day and just go back just to see, uh, what they, what it was really talking about towards the end. But from the little bit that I watched, I didn't get that vibe. I more so got the vibe of, it was a, a little hard-headed nigga that was sitting there, mm-hmm. and everything that, and instead of being like, yeah, yeah, whatever, just everything that nigga was saying was just going in one ear and out the other. Which is basically the same thing. No, no, like, what I, what I mean by saying one ear and out the other, like, he basically was giving him the, the attention, like, yeah, okay, I'm listening. But nigga, once we leave here, like, fuck what you talking about, nigga, I'm getting back on my shit. Yeah. Like, saying, yeah, yeah, whatever is just, like, not listening at all. Like, man, fuck this nigga. When I say going in one ear and out the other, like, he, he at least giving them the respect to be sitting down, like, yeah, you right, okay, cool, yeah. He did that just so he could be seen. That's what I'm saying. Because, listen, 1985 did a little damage. I don't think so. It did a little, I mean... Not maybe as far as his fan base, but listen. I'm talking about period. I don't think so. I don't think 1985 had an effect, and I'm gonna tell you why. If you look, shit, look at all these, look at all these motherfuckers out here that's that's streaming music now. They don't give a fuck about no 1985 or no J Cole, nigga. Niggas was at niggas was at Lil Pump show screaming, fuck J Cole. Yeah. 
Think about that. Yeah. And they weren't even beefing around that time. They just randomly started screaming, fuck J. Cole. That was the name of his beef track. <laughs> fuck J. Cole. And I listened to it. It was terrible. That's what I'm saying. It was terrible. But, but the, the fact that you got niggas in the crowd screaming, fuck J. Cole. They don't give a fuck about 1985. Them the niggas that's listening to music, it ain't us. Nah, not that shit. That's my yeah, point. But that's, right now, that's music. So all these niggas like Lil Uzi Vert, Yachty, uh, Punk, uh, uh, six nine. Listen, um, I'm sad. I'm, I'm sad that we. That's the names of our lineups of <laughs> music like today. Come on, man. I mean, that's, that's what difference does it make? Snoop Dogg. What's a Snoop Dogg? Hey, man. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. At least these niggas is creative. That no, that was great, man. That was great. What you saying? Nate Dogg. <laughs> hey, that was the dog era, baby. That was the dog. Everybody was dog something. Dmx. I, and to this day, I still don't know what the fuck. That's my point. So, now that these niggas is in the same... These niggas are in the same boat that these niggas... Those niggas was in at their time. They in the same boat that they are now. Now they just a little bit younger. But the only difference is, is that now these niggas can control what they put out. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I think that this is probably one of the best times in music. I feel like that because of, you know, it's easy access. You know, I feel like the accessibility to, to get your shit up and running, mm-hmm. you know, is a, is a lot easier in this day and age, you know what I'm saying, yeah. as opposed to what it was back then, you know what I'm saying, when niggas was getting trapped in these deals and, you know, niggas didn't own anything. Exactly. And we in a better air in that aspect of it, you know what I'm saying? Well, and then not only that, like, these these little niggas right now are a lot, are a lot more creative because of that. Yeah. Like, if you see some of the shit these niggas is doing, I mean, regardless of if you fuck with their music or not. If you see some of the shit that these niggas is doing, like, these niggas is really ahead of their time on some of the shit. Lil Yachty. This nigga had a, a deal with Nautica before he even started rapping. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you go look at uh, Lil Uzi Vert, like, the nigga been telling niggas for a long time, nigga, I'm not a rapper, I'm a rock star. This nigga did a whole album, and the shit sound like some Marilyn Manson shit. Niggas is fucking with that. Weirdo. But he on every fucking stage. Yeah. Rich the Kid, the nigga all over the fucking radio, talking about plug walk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, these niggas, regardless of how we feel about their music, mm-hmm. some of the shit is trash. Yeah, I'm sorry. Most of the shit okay, is trash. Okay, I was about to say, uh, I was going to correct But if you listen to that shit, it's a few gems in the motherfuckers, man. I mean, it's, a, it's some shit that you can they listen to. They all have moments. They got more than moments, man. It's more yeah, than moments. I wouldn't give more than that. Listen, these niggas wouldn't be on Summer Jam if that was the case. These niggas wouldn't be and have these motherfucking Well, they places don't be at Summer Jam if they jumping the regardless. fuck they not. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, the fuck they not. Nigga. Them niggas Cold jumping right now. Was he at Summer Jam? I don't know. I didn't even no, get a chance. I missed wasn't. it. You know what I'm saying? I missed all he of that shit. Listen, I'm telling you. A lot of this shit... Nigga, think about it. Lil Wayne was the headliner for Summer Jam. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Because Lil Uzi Vert and Lil Yachty and Pump and all them niggas are also the performers. So guess who you put that's an older nigga for the older crowd? You get Lil Wayne because that's who Lil Uzi Vert and Yachty and all them were supposed to be. Yeah. Or that's where they really birthed from. Yeah, and we talked about that. You know what I'm saying? saying? Like, he definitely did. He made a lot of these weird ass niggas. Yeah. 
Because he made it cool to be like, yo, you got dreads and tattoos, nigga. I'ma rap about whatever the fuck I wanna rap about. I'ma do shit that, nigga, it ain't cool to you niggas, but it's, I'ma make it cool. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, skateboarding. Nigga doing all kind of other shit. He would, uh, drop the rock album. Chilling with Travis Barker and all them niggas. Yeah. Like, he made it cool for rock and roll to be rap. Yeah, that Travis Barker shit was dope. Because he was going on nine. That's so what I'm saying. So, like, being a, being in that culture, like, he basically swirled them cultures together and created what you see with Lil Uzi Vert, what you see with Lil Pump and all these other niggas with different colored hair and trippy red and all these niggas. Yeah, all that weird ass shit. It ain't weird, though. <laughs> I don't look at it as weird. I just look at it as the next phase of music. Like, you gotta realize one thing. Like, a lot of these niggas that's coming up now, like, the, the niggas that we came up with, they didn't take these niggas in and show these niggas too much of nothing. So now these niggas is really just finding their own way through this music shit. True. So now that you got niggas that's really doing this shit, and really, it ain't really weird. Really, this shit is genius. It's different. I don't think y'all niggas. Uh, I don't think y'all niggas really get these little young niggas enough credit, man. I mean, I do to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? I do to a certain extent, man. But it's only to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of it, I still want to hear something. You know what I'm saying? I want something to be in these songs. You know what I mean? For instance, like, okay, I see what you're saying. So, like, for me, like Kodak Black. Okay. Like to me, Kodak Black is one of them niggas. Like he he around like all the mumble rappers and shit. But the nigga got substance to his music. Yeah, he's had a couple tracks. No, 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 not a couple tracks. No, this nigga really got substance to his music. Shit, nigga, go back and listen to Kodak, nigga. Listen, Kodak is one of them niggas, like, when you hear this nigga rap for real, like, you sit and listen to this nigga, you'll be like, damn, man, this nigga really surprised me. Like, Kodak surprised me. Yachty really surprised me. I didn't think Yachty was, was going to be as good as he is, but he pretty decent. He done got a lot better. Lil Boat 2 is pretty good. Fucking uh, Tyler the Creator is one of them niggas that a lot of niggas don't fuck with, but he really that nigga. Yeah, everybody always give him like a lot of fucking props. You know what I'm saying? Because like, the nigga is dope. Shit, uh, I'm telling you, man, six nine, six nine is one of them niggas. He bring it. He got the. I'm not gonna go with that. you. Crazy. He the listen. He is gonna be solely responsible, and I'm I'm giving out a hot take. He gonna be solely responsible for bringing that gritty ass New York sound back. I guarantee you. I don't know. I just don't see it from him. Why not? I first of all, man, I don't like his voice. Shit, <laughs> at all. His voice ain't got shit to do with the sound. I don't like his delivery. I don't like none of that shit. All that shit sound like gritty New York rap. What are you talking about? It sound gritty, but I I wouldn't attribute that. I wouldn't say, listen, Kiss to me had that gritty sound. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't put him nowhere near that. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kiss was Kiss was like smooth. He was he was smooth. When I say gritty, I mean like MOP. I mean like uh, Onyx. I mean like fucking uh, DMX. I mean like like, like the, the niggas, niggas that was so you like, think he could possibly fit into a like a, a, a Annie up like phase of hip hop. Have you heard Billy? No, I stopped listening. Niggas to screaming sick. Listen to what he's saying. Niggas screaming six nine this, six nine that. Niggas is on my dick and on my jack. And then he spazzed the fuck out after that. If you listen to the way all that shit is produced and put together, and you listen to the way he rapping on that shit, yeah. Oh, that shit is like mosh pit slash okay, face banger slash rock slash uh, greedy hip hop slash fuck that nigga. 
I'm telling you, and that's what MOP was. That's what Onyx was. All that shit. Onyx had a song called Slam. Yeah, that was the song for a mosh pit. Yeah, that shit was. You know what Slam is? That's that's the rock music. Yeah, I know what you mean. So that's what I'm saying, nigga. It's that same feel. What are you talking about? You crazy? No, man. Go back and listen to the nigga, man. You see what I'm saying? Why, man? I did already. You fucking made me do that shit. Though. See, your thing. I think your thing is is that once you know, that's what I'm saying. And that's, I mean, that, but that's, that's not it. stop. That's because that's not all music is, though. I understand. I mean, there are some people with lighter lyrics that are not as deep or that I fuck with. You know what I'm saying? But. Nah, I need a little bit of something once in a while, man. I need something with some substance. I mean, cool every once in a while, yeah, but nigga, that can't be all you listen to, though. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> that's that's good. I like lyrics, man. I told you, man, look, I just went back and got, like, some more older J shit. Because that's what I surround myself around all the time, is just lyrics, man. Like, But even older J shit wasn't all lyrics. No, not all of it. Listen, I just listen to girls like off of I have one. That's my point, yeah. Yeah, like, no, it wasn't all. You know what I'm saying? That's Even I'm saying. the beat itself, you know what I'm saying, was not all. You know what I'm saying? But I can I can deal with some of it. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of it, okay, look, I also listened to the Dynasty. Uh-huh. Okay, no, all of it wasn't straight lyrics. None of that was lyrics. Even listen to it now, you know what I'm saying? None of that was no, lyrics. No, it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? That shit was, hey, we about to make this motherfucking comp album, nigga. Let's let's get this music out, nigga. And it was great. Fuck with. But, but, but you let me still tell you the, you let me tell you the difference, though. Can't be like. No, let me tell you the difference, though. The difference between that is it's not just about lyrics. It was a great song. It had great songs on there. Yeah. That's what 6 9 and them niggas do. They make good songs. Okay. Give me one good song. I, I done gave you two of them. I told you the Billy track and the Gummo. Her Gummo. Eh. Throw it out the window. You crazy. So you, <laughs> you telling me if you, if you listen to that if you listen to that Gummo song, just the beat alone, when you hear the beat, that shit make you wanna fuck with it. Yeah, the beat is dope. And when you hear what he's saying on the beat, nigga, that shit that's gangster rap. What are you talking about? Throw it out the window. But it's gangster rap though. So you don't listen to gangster rap, but you yeah. can put Tupac in your top five. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, listen. I'm not saying that I don't. I'm just saying, I, of course I listen to gangster rap. I got some niggas that you know what I'm saying. Like I listen to on that tip, but not him. That nigga just don't. He don't move me to want to do. I mean, nothing even to change even, the even outside of him, like even if you listen to niggas like Yachty, if you listen to Lil Uzi Vert, like Lil Uzi Vert was one of them niggas that I when I first seen him, I'm like, bro, this nigga probably makes some trash ass music. I heard a few of his, of his songs. I'm like, yo, all right, this nigga, all right. Nah. <laughs> nah. Okay. I guess. Um, hey, the bills, nigga. <laughs> I, see, I see the problem now. Anyway, so. Um, shit. Man, how many times are you going to the store only to buy the same outfit that everybody else in the goddamn club got? Um. I've actually done that a few times. Me too. I normally, uh, I turn my shirt inside out or go check. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck it, I'm wearing it better than you, niggas. But anyway, at Varsity House, man, you do not have to worry about shit like that. No, that's right, because they offer everything you need for your unique style choices, man. The perfect accessories to complement everything you're trying to do. So go check out varsityhouseshop.com for all your fashion needs. That's right, man, because everybody want to be a trendsetter, man, so why not shop like one? Varsity House, man, keep your Keep your school, keep your cool. 
Play with style. Ha ha! I got him this time, motherfucker. Yeah, Father's Day. Father's Day. Lit. Listen, I wish. Um, <laughs> we're so, having a really mild, mellow one. Yeah. You know what it, ain't, like, it ain't really too bad. It was supposed to be 99 degrees outside. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Fuck nature. Yeah, that's weather ain't shit. Um, so back to the to the beat battle, right? Right. So um, Swiss Timberland, they do a beat battle. They throw out all the tracks they did, and they banging them bitches back and forth. Got some of them hype. So this got me coming to um, the question of who are your top five producers? Because we always do top five rappers. We never talk about the producers. So who are your top five producers? Um. Well, I've always been a fan of... I used to like Swiss, but I don't like Swiss, like, on shit. Once he started jumping on his own shit... No, no, he ain't, I ain't talking about just rap. I'm talking about just... Oh, I know, producer. I know, but that just made me look at the production a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Him, him, like, him, him jumping on it, because I feel like when Swiss jump on it, you know, you can almost hear the beat more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I kind of stopped listening to him spit. You know what I'm saying? So I analyzed the beat more. And yeah. when, when other people are on him, you know, I'm more listening to the lyrics of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, he, he was at first. I will say I always loved Dre. Um, Dre comes up with some of the most iconic shit. You mm-hmm. know, I like his style of beats. You know, and I like his choices behind it. You know, yeah. with my particular style of music, I like it because his beats make you go deeper. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, real definitely, because Pharrell will make you a star. You know what I'm saying? Like, Pharrell, once you jump on Pharrell shit, it's like, as a matter of fact, they probably don't even take niggas directly to Pharrell. You know what I'm saying? You got to climb a mountain to get to Pharrell. Yeah, 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 this nigga is. I'm telling you, it's like the golden child. You got to spin the thing. I I, I want the knife. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't even get to Pharrell, nigga. Then the doors open up and shit, and it's just him in the booth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, uh, when you walk down, you know, when you walk down, down, like I'm in the movie. But you know, uh, the X-Men, when they go down to like cerebral, yeah, I think that's how it is. Like when he walking down to real, yeah. like you know what I'm saying, and this nigga's just like you say hovering and shit, right. and you're like, what the fuck is he attached to? Like you know, nothing, what I'm nigga. <laughs> creativity, nigga. nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yes, my creativity moves me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, uh, next I'll have to say Kanye. You know, uh-huh. even with his nonsense, you know what I'm saying. I still say Kanye will be in my five man because he still created some of the dopest shit. Ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. ever, my nigga. So, I always felt like he would be something great even without the lyrics. Even mm-hmm. without him dropping albums, he would have helped great shit. Um, Timbaland. Yeah. I didn't realize how great Timbaland was until he started working with Jay. And I started realizing that these are Timbaland beats. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, that shit kind of complimented everything. Um, he did a lot. Timbaland did a lot on, was it? No, he did, uh, it was earlier. No, no, I think about it. He did Blueprint, and it was something else that he was heavily involved with. Was it the Dynasty? No, he did Blueprint. He did it from was, Blueprint on. It was all Timberland. It, yeah, it was a lot of Timberland. A lot of Timberland influence on that. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I always liked the way he did things. You know what I'm saying? Then I still remember him from back in the Missy days. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When him and Magoo and shit was still doing shit. So, yeah, Leah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he kills it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, now fifth. Fifth will be hard. Um, and I don't want to, I want to try to get like a Southern, you know what I'm saying? Like DJ in there or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Producer, man. So, um, I want to say, I hate the picking, but I'm going to pick him anyway, just because it's on the fly. I'm going to mm-hmm. say JD. 
JD, that's I'm gonna say, say JD, and I'm gonna say because he is another one of those people, almost on a Pharrell level, where he can make you a star. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He so can, who would you put his honorable mention? Uh, shit, it was hard picking up JD. Yeah, uh, it was it was right. hard on that one, but I guess I for real, I want to say Swiss Steel. If okay. I just just as an honorable mention, you yeah. know what I'm saying. I will give him that because he still produced some great ass tracks. Right. You know what I'm saying. He's produced a bunch, so. And he goes back, you know what I'm saying, to the area where I love most. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah, I got to give it to him. Okay. I, I guess. So, I would I would have uh, Pharrell. I would have Dr. Dre. I would have DJ Premier. Okay. Um, what's that, three? Mm-hmm. I would have... Um, I would have Mike Will made it. Okay. I think he's a, a dope-ass producer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would have Diddy. And you know, I don't know why I would have. Yeah, I, I should have swapped out Diddy. Diddy. You know, I should have swapped out JD for Diddy. I, I, Diddy. I don't know how I miss Diddy. And then my uncle, even though I can't stand this motherfucker, I really don't like this nigga like that. But DJ Khaled. Yeah. Yeah, Khaled's um, got a. Not for, not, for, not for the shit that he's doing now. Why am I yelling? So, yeah. More <laughs> so his uh, Terror Squad days. Yeah, because niggas didn't even know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But he was doing a lot. And they came up with a bunch of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them TS shits was jumping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. My favorite uh, Terror Squad album is uh, True Story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. man. That shit, man. Yeah, that's a great one there, man. But um, think about it, yeah. To me, I think I, I, I put Pharrell at number one. The rest of them, they just fall in place. I really don't have no specific order except for Pharrell. Um, just like yeah. my rap top five. But Pharrell, to me, is one of those guys who. Um, he kind of transcended music in general, like just as far as just being in a genre, like because the nigga did the fucking album, the soundtrack to the album, the soundtrack to uh, oh, you doing the cars? Not uh, not cars. Uh, Despicable Me. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, he he literally did the the. Soundtrack to Despicable Me. Mm-hmm. Like, the nigga had the song called Happy, and he ran the song Happy for 24 hours. That shit was great. On a loop on YouTube. And that shit did so much. The nigga had, uh, Excuse Me, Miss. Yeah, great. That's one of my favorite tracks. And and if, if this ain't the most fucking iconic beat, production, song, whatever, the nigga did grinding. Yes. If you if you hear that grinding beat, nigga, and you don't catch a groove off that, that definitely you ain't got no pulse, my nigga. Listen, to this day, when you hear that, it make you feel yeah, something. Yeah, you don't got no pulse, bro. I mean, to that me, shit make you want to start spitting. That shit is so fucking hard, bro. Mm-hmm. And then when them niggas come on from ghetto to ghetto to backyard to yard, sell it, whip, flip one whip, it's off the hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I like that jet. Man, come on, bro. Hey, that shit was dope. Man, I remember when that shit first came out, niggas was in school trying to do the beat, bro. Like, we on the lunch table, like, do 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 when they did the follow-up, when they did the next clips album. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He did that. Mr. Um, Me Too. Mr. Me Too. Oh. That was one of my favorites, bro. Mr. Me Too was one of my favorites. Mr. Me Too was hard as fuck. Hell yeah. Uh, what else did they have? It was Mr. Me Too. 
It yeah, was uh, some great shit on there, man. Man, it was a whole bunch of shit. But even even Pharrell, with if you go back to Pharrell and Hov, he did a uh, a bunch of great ones, though, man. Like, uh, okay, shit. What's the what's the one that he did with uh? Oh wait a minute. What about uh? Damn it, damn it. I'm not, it ain't excuse me, man. No, 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 no. He did a, he did something great one, man. Um, that Hov was on where Hov was featuring on it. Give it to me. Give me that yep. old, that he sweet, did, that, that, that good uh, stuff. Man, uh, beautiful with Snoop. Yeah. Now, beautiful was great. But beautiful. Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you make you a star, baby. Bro, listen. And, and they have runs. Well, after he get listen. with you and get you a track together. Pharrell, Pharrell gave Nori his biggest break, nigga. Yeah. Look, no, I like Nori the album. The album, no, Nori. Saying, but, no, no, but do you remember the Nori track that he did? The, um, uh, I'm about to say Superstar. It ain't Superstar. I'm about to say, no, nah, I don't remember that one. <laughs> like, what you want to do? Oh, you nothing. What you trying to do? Yeah, nothing. Yeah. That shit was hot. But this nigga for real might be the greatest producer of our time. Bro. Hey man, that shit was great because he did do that. Not to mention the N.E.R.D. Mm-hmm. shit that he did. As a matter of fact, that was on Def Jam Vendetta and everything, man. Like, yeah. Um, no, dude. So have you ever listened to N.E.R.D.? Uh, I still ain't listened to them. Like, if you if you ever go back to uh, to get a chance to listen to them, listen to Seeing Sounds. Mm-hmm. And this nigga got the uh, the one song that they did, All the Girls Standing in Line. I forgot what it's called, but it's all the girls standing in the line for the bathroom. All the girls standing in the line. That shit goes so fucking hard. But the beat go doom 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 uh, I forgot how to fucking so I gotta go back and listen to that shit though, but bro, this nigga is a yeah, this nigga's a hit maker, man. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of hit makers, Young Berg is a producer now. Okay. And he got a dope ass I don't know what it is. I don't know who who came up with it, but it's Jeremiah and Ty Dollar Sign. Okay. And it's called The Light. And um Joe Button played it on his uh podcast, I think last week or the week before, but it's a dope ass song with them too. And uh Young Bird produced it. He called Hitmaker now. But he produced that shit. That shit bang, man. And you know, I think about that and it took me right to the song, the common song the like. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely wanna hear that now. You wanna know who uh no, it ain't nothing like that. Oh, I know, I know, it just yeah. made me reference. So I but, uh, you know who we didn't even talk about though? Paul Wall. He was a great fucking yes. Yeah, yeah. Paul he produced some dope. classics. And, and that's dope. what I was saying. Like I wanted to think of some like some southern artists. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who have done shit with that's us. That's why I said shit. Mike Will made it. Like if you uh if you a fan of Ray Schwimmer or if you a fan of any of those like guys. Yeah, Mike Will made it definitely um he put a lot of them niggas on. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that shit, man, because they got they had a lot, a lot of creativity. <laughs> happy, happy Father's Day, sir. <laughs> so now I think that was our signal. You know how yeah. the Grammy light come on? Yeah. And they start playing the music. The light is flashing. Yeah. Um, Get your ass on stage. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know, Sam came down. Woo! <laughs> 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 
that the same man in this bitch. Who is it? Yeah, you know. But, but um, man, <laughs> that nigga a monster for real, man. Yeah, man, yeah, he definitely. That nigga is a, he's a monster, bro. He's one person that you know you can't even question. You know exactly why he's in the realm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's like, a fact. There's no debating. And on top of that, the nigga got spits too. And he got go. Yeah. Listen, when that nigga went after Pusha T. Oh, uh, man. Young nigga, move that dope. What? Young nigga, move that dope. When that nigga hey. got on there and started spitting. Pusha tried to put me on the respirator. Man. You know what he said? He said, uh. I guess they were trying no, to put the best for later. Ready. But me, I'm gonna say the best for later. Some of them in the clothes with the Gandalf hat in the big ass clothes. Yeah, that, that nigga was, was gone, bro. Nigga. That shit was, hey, that yeah. was one of my favorite verses. I was like, damn, this nigga, don't keep winning. He on, said, these niggas ain't, what he said, these niggas ain't knocking on dope people. These niggas is knocking on vehicles. He said, we. If you got two girls, you need to let one go. Two them boys, you need to let one go. I the sky while y'all smoke joke. No, he said, some song while y'all smoke joke. It's an honest guy. I'm trying to let y'all know. That nigga was going, bro. I gotta go back and listen to that shit. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. I'm, yeah. like, I'm definitely that gonna that. Real, that's one of my favorite tracks. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was banging just period, though. Yeah. That's one of them joints, man. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Who another good ass producer? Um. We already said Kanye. We already know Kanye is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shit. And look, Guru and Knife Wonder. I was going to say Guru. Knife Wonder just put out something with Black Thought. See, I was going to say Guru, but I was trying to think of somebody who has a more up-tempo, you know what I'm saying, feel about him. See, that's the that's the best part about Guru. Guru give you that smooth-ass Frank Sinatra New York feel. Mm-hmm. I mean, without 444, bro, that was we, would, we wouldn't have that. Without Guru, I'm sorry, we wouldn't have 444. That shit's great. And that shit was... Yeah. Like, yeah, that shit, that shit was a masterpiece, yes. nigga. Just the sample of that shit. Was yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that shit was great. Yeah, man. And you know what? That's why I put it. DJ Quick. Yeah, Quick used to be my man. Like, mm-hmm. I used to love Clue. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you Clue keep talking over this beat like... Oh, my God. How can I fucking forget Just Blaze? Yep, you forgot Blaze. Oh, my gosh. You know, Just fucking... I just picked. Fucking blade. When I say this nigga ran the early 2000s, like yeah. easy. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, bro. just blaze was killing shit, man. man. Listen, if y'all niggas is listening to this shit, man, y'all at the end of it now. We about to go ahead and close this shit out because I gotta go back to being the father on Father's Day. On Father's Day. You know what I'm saying? We both do. Um, man, listen. If we forgot any producer, hit us up on social media, man. Let us know who y'all think is a dope producer who we forgot. Um, you know what I'm saying? This, this is our honorable mention segment. I guess you can go ahead right, and call it right. what it is. Um, um, DJ Mustard was on the road. Of course, yeah. yeah Mustard on the track. track. Yeah, yeah. 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 Money on the track is a great producer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, just, man, if y'all got a producer we ain't said nothing about, man, hit us up, man. Let us know. Um, you already know. You can go to alreadyhomepodcast.com, uh, alreadyhome.com. Podcast at gmail.com if you guys want to get into it with us, if y'all want to talk to us. Um, but to go and tell us about um, the producers, man, go to Twitter. Already Home Pod is the Twitter handle, Already Home Pod. Um, on Instagram, is Already Home Podcast. So hit us up on Twitter, man. Let us know who we missed out on as far as the, uh, the producers. Um. Yeah, man. Sing man, hashtag and, and and when you when you send it to us, hashtag A H P producers. Um. 
Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I got some funny to show you. Oh, hey man, listen, hit me up, man. Silly, love to see it again on Facebook, man. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. The Twitter one is Detroit. Nope, it's Detroit underscore game. There you go. Almost fucked that up. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, Instagram is Detroit Game eighty four. Man, you can hit us up uh, alreadyhomepodcast.com. You can definitely always hit me up on that, man, and we're going to get with you. we on every platform just about, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's no way that you can't get to us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Except for Spotify, but we'll be on there We on the way. We're about yeah. to hit this iTunes shit with this 1331, 33 that's dropping. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got the show on the 30, so I was just out. Shout out to Eastside. Oh, uh, speaking of that, we have um, we got another, if you are in the Dayton, Ohio area on June 30th, uh, just to get this out there. Um, we have a market event that we are going to be in sponsored by Varsity House. Yes, uh, yes. Dan said something about it last week. Yes, yes. Uh, we finally got the date. Uh, North State of Mind will be there. Uh, Talking to Tony C and the Make a Sound organization will be there. Of course, Fly Freddy and Varsity House will be there. And yes, most truly, the Already Home Podcast. Scoots Bronson and Detroit Game, Motor City Mike Monster. We will be in the uh, venue as well. I'm about to say building. I'm about to say it's going to be outside. I'm about to say it's going to be outside. So we will be at the venue as well. Y'all can come out, man. Y'all can talk to us. Y'all can hang with us. We're going to be interviewing a few people, man. We're going to be talking to people. We're going to be doing a live show out there, man. Yeah, that's what's going to be lit. Absolutely, man. And then, so it's on the 30th. Yeah. So I got two events on the day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is it. So you, you know, you got to do your podcast shit, and then when yeah. you do it, you got to go shine. Listen, listen, that is perfect. That, that way I don't have to split dates. Good. I know exactly what's good. going on on that day. So we also got a show that following evening. So yeah. go ahead and follow us through the whole day about that, man. Uh, Ohio Cheese Bar and Grill, uh, Old Gen Jeans. You know, we got a show down there. We got a couple featured artists. Um, check on Facebook and other various places. You know what I'm saying? You'll see the promotion for that. Uh, that's going to be a great day. Yeah, you know man. And I'm going to debut my single from the motherfucking... 13, 31, 33. Yeah, buddy. So, we got a lot of going on. Um, I want to bring everybody out for this. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Nature Boy Productions. You know, have him in the building. Have him snapping some flicks for us. You know what I'm saying? Getting everything jumping. So, uh, what was I about to shout out? Oh, shout out Eastside Lounge, man. They just uh, threw a party down there. Um, Homeboy Red had a birthday. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? The other day. So, it called me down there and I... Thought about performing, kind of eased off of it. You know, I like to be more prepared for you know events and stuff. Right. And it was just so random. You know what I mean? I didn't have no preparation time, so I'm trying to be more professional about this thing that I'm doing. And we don't try, we do, motherfucker. So I decided not to do. It, you right. know what I mean? So I didn't even press the issue. But there's going to be more opportunities. So I really want to get more prepared for this 30th thing, man. So yeah. That's really what my main focus is. You know, it's going to be a big thing for us. And then following that, we will have an official date for the um, Already Home podcast. First annual book bag drive. You know, so. Yeah. And um, so just to, just to reiterate uh, what I was saying, it's called the Tastemakers Market. Um, it's going to be Saturday, June 30th. So um, if you are in the Dayton, Ohio area, Saturday, June 30th, be sure to... Um, Come fuck with us, man, at the Tastemakers Market. The location is still being talked about, so just uh, give us a minute. I will be posting it on uh, 
All my social media as well as all the uh, podcast social media as well. And I'll send it to Gan so he can post it on his. Absolutely. Um, before Gan finish up talking about the book bag job, you can always hit me up at Scoots Bronson. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Xbox Live. For anybody that want to catch the L, you already know, man. Hit me up. As a friend, and I'll be sure to bust that ass. Yeah, dude. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, um, you know, talking about the book bag job. Yeah, man. You know, I want to uh, keep that in our forefront, man, so we don't forget. Right. You know, so people have more than enough time to do what you need to do and prepare, man. You know, it don't take a whole lot for y'all to support us through this thing. We're not really asking yeah. for a whole lot. And this is the perfect time to do it because shit, they out of school. Yeah. Supplies is a dime. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, don't forget, man, uh, if you go to ticktail.com slash already home, our merchandise site, uh, if you buy a book bag, we will also, um, give a book bag to, uh, we will also place an extra book bag in the book bag drive. Um, for every book bag you purchase, of course, another kid get a book bag too. So think about buying two for one. Um, and if you just want to donate, uh, any kind of money, you can also go to the website, alreadyhomepodcast.com and you can hit the, uh, donate button at the top of the screen. Uh, right up under the menu, and um, if you just want to donate anything to us as far as materials, whether it be books, pencils, pens, paper, yeah, folders, uh, rulers, calculators, any of that shit, man, hit us up at alreadyhomepodcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll send you the address, and we'll get that shit rolling. Absolutely, man. So, you know, support. And for everybody that does support, man, we definitely... Um, Appreciate the we, podcast. Yeah, we'll send you something. Man. We we gotta get something to send you, but we definitely gonna send you something because I think that's a great thing to do for somebody to you know spend their hard earned money to help out somebody who don't you know have what they have. I think that's a great thing. Yeah, man. You know we don't have much, and we you know starting ourselves, man. But every little step counts. You know yeah. we only get five book bags, man. You know that's five different kids, man, that we help and do something. You that's know what right, I'm saying? Man. You know because sometimes people don't think that. People see, you know what I'm saying? They don't think motherfuckers care. Or, exactly. And it's discouraging, especially from the eyes of a kid. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know, I feel like the kids shouldn't have to worry about why I don't have a coat. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't have pencils to do yeah. well. Or I don't, you know, that just small things, man, spin people off in the other direction, man. Yeah, so, man. And, and, it, and it, it, it also helps those, you know what I'm saying, those people in need, man. You know, it's already hard being a parent. It's even harder to try to provide for your child. So, you know, if you can help somebody out, man, you can give some, you know, something like that to the less fortunate. You know, we ain't asking for you to buy no shoes or nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? A dollar pack of paper or maybe, you know what I'm saying, a 50 cent pack of pencils. Shit, that's, that'll go a long ass way. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference between the kid making it to Harvard and the motherfucker going to jail, so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. your ass in the alley. Man. That too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we just trying to make it better for these youngies, man. We trying to show them that, you know what I'm saying, two regular guys came together to create something great. And they can do the same goddamn thing, and they can actually do it better than what we can. Right. Because, shit, they're the ones in school, and they're the ones with all these fresh-ass ideas and doing shit. So if they could take what we did and build up off of it or make it way greater, thousand times percent, whatever you want to say, to me, that's all that matters, man. Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, just small steps. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You do can prevent forest fires, motherfucker. That's right. That's <laughs> you know Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 606-52. <laughs> 
Hey, that shit ran for too long. Yo, I don't even know how the fuck I remember that shit. Just know that, nigga. Subliminals, man. Yeah, nigga, that let you know, nigga, I ain't no young nigga out here, nigga. They uh, dropped that shit off with you. Oh, hey, nigga. Who remember that? Nigga, we from the Reed Rainbow era, nigga. Definitely. That's my favorite show. For real. Hey, that shit is good. Like, remember when niggas had ringtones? Yeah. That was my ringtone. Wow. Yeah, that butterflies in the sky. Yeah, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. You think I'm joking? You know No, I believe I'm say, that's listen, fucking problem. If you if you go find any nigga that used to work at Dead Rose, two of my ringtones, I had two of them. I had the Power Rangers Morpher ringtone. That was my ringtone. You weak as fuck. And then my other my other one was Reading Rainbow. Wow. Yeah. I told, no, it's not. <laughs> Just to leave y'all, man, with some words of encouragement, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, what are we going to say this week? Well, I need a good one. So words of encouragement, man. I'm going to just start dropping this shit every week. Because okay. I think that niggas need it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You might not understand it, but if you let that shit sit and simmer, you'll comprehend it later. Um, the sun is only hot when you win it. You want to stay cool? Get in the shade. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just some, just some words of encouragement. Hey, um, listen. Thank you, Captain Obvious. What what I'm just saying. Some niggas don't know that. Listen, wait a minute. Some niggas don't know that. Now, let me say some old cliche shit like that. <laughs> Listen, man, it's better to be alone than to be in bad company, man. So anybody around you that ain't growing ain't worth being around you, man. Shit, how the fuck you going to grow if you surrounded by a bunch of dead shit? That was, that was too long. Anyway, <laughs> that was some good shit. It was too long. The first part was actually it. Yeah. Better to be alone than to be in bad company. Throw some horns for that shit. Exactly. That shit sound good. All right, man. So you already know, man. Um, damn, this is it. So it ain't where you from. You know what I'm saying? It's where you at. Ladies and gentlemen, this is already home. Happy Father's Day, motherfucker. Happy Father's Day, man. Uh, Listen, have your- we up. Have your oh, hold on, wait a minute. I forgot. I forgot to go on. That's right there. Yeah, right. yeah, right, now. Yeah. We out! Hey folks, Dirk Bentley here. If you've seen one of my concerts, you know I'm all about energy. Performing, recording, traveling, being a husband and a father, it's a busy life. And I need to be 100% every day. So when my battery starts running low, I grab a sugar-free, vitamin-packed, 5-hour energy shot. It tastes great, and it gets me back to 100% fast. Try it. It could work for your busy life, too. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com.